0: Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of The Richard Listens Show. Thank you for joining me. I'm excited to bring you another Monday edition of what we hope for many of us will be the last week of quarantine. Um, This continues to be a, it's a beautiful week, was a nice Mother's Day here, and I hope for all of you, you found some peace and connectivity amidst change and Difficult times for some, uh, and all my thoughts go to anyone out there dealing with uh, finances or symptoms of the coronavirus. So we hope um, swift healing for everyone and all our listeners. Thank you again, Richard Listens here. Check me out on my Instagram at Listens or my patreon.com slash Richard Listens page. I promise you we are in gratitude for every dollar you give uh, to us. Today we will stay with the fortunate uh, theme I've had to work with uh, some MMA fighters and different MMA fighters who've gone on to different careers and helping others stay fit and stay inspired uh, in in training and staying healthy so uh, today's guest, uh, Mr. Kevin Casey, he is uh, an American mixed martial artist. He recently competed in the middleweight division of Bellator MMA uh, prior to retiring. he was on the ultimate fighter team with uh, Jones uh, versus Team Sonnen, and he also competed for Strike Force K1, the RFA, and the UFC. He hails from Inglewood, California, and he is trained under Hoxson Gracie Jiu Jitsu, Team Blackhouse in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, uh, and finished his career with uh, nine wins and uh, six losses, with two draws and two no contests. Um, he's also notably related uh, to Muhammad Ali, my uh, and his youngest daughter. So, without further ado, Kevin is going to share from us, from his headquarters at Krav Maga Worldwide, about his work with athletes and training. So, without further ado, to all my Richard Listens community and for all fans of Jiu-Jitsu and MMA out there, my guest today, Mr. Kevin Casey. Thank you for joining us, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Richard. <laughs> Thank you. We're we're making do with uh are you at your work office today? Are you are you training people?
1: I guess I guess the home office is the, the work office, <laughs> you know, considering. So this is where I do most of my writing and you know, a mini man came for the apartment right <laughs>
0: <laughs> i see you got the screen up that nobody nobody come in here <laughs> right <laughs> so i mean uh, we had we had uh lyman good on last week who uh you know came out after uh going through coronavirus i mean this is changing times for everybody but especially for the mma yeah uh community uh you know, have you been in touch with any former fighters that are trying to prepare and having their, their times moved, their venues moved? What's it like out there?
1: Yeah, I actually know uh, a few fighters that have, you know, been active. You know, uh, Marvin Vittori has been a guy I've been uh, been helping out in his camps in, in the last couple of years. And, you know, I've been helping him uh, up until this point. And then, you know, this came out and I saw he had a fight. And it was like, you know, he didn't even ask me to 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 help, but it was kind of like the situation where I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I want to, you know, involve myself this time. But you know, it's just, uh, it's crazy because there, there's a dynamic of, of you know, being an athlete and someone who takes care of their body and and, and feeling like. That you know, in a worst case scenario, you know I can get through this. I can survive this. I can, you know, this is nothing for a person, who, you know, like myself. And then on the flip side, you know, there's the uh, there's the responsibility of, you know, that you don't want to be someone who's, you know, not showing symptoms, and then you're you're out there mixing with people, family members, and 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 they can be more vulnerable to it. So it's kind of that situation where you know, you're just trying to see where where the direction of this goes because at some point you're almost in your mind, you're like, is this a, a new initiation for being on earth? I have to go through the virus or is it just, you know, I stay locked up and, and, and just listening to what they say and not move? <laughs> and, you know, so we're still, I feel like we're still in that, in that phase where, you know, people are, are still kind of deciding which action they, they want to personally take, you know, and, and uh, so I, I think it's difficult. Like I haven't trained in, I haven't trained in, in months. You know, I had a huge match going up against uh Craig Jones, you know, one of the top top grapplers in the world, submission underground, Chelsea through the event right in the middle of coronavirus, and I hadn't trained. You know what I'm saying? So it was like one of those things where it was like, Okay, going up against one of the best in the world. I'm not necessarily ready, but I still have you know, so I I went through the air airport and, you know, have my protective gear and washed everything down, I made it out there fine, got back fine, quarantined myself for two weeks. So it's just a, uh, it's, it's an interesting time, I'll say.
0: And no matter how prepared and how trained an athlete you are, I mean, you really hit it, you know, like, you, you know, like to go through the grocery store, let alone the airport. The anxiety yeah. level, your muscle tension right I mean you kind of want to be loose uh before a match, you want to feel you're prepared to to be free to to use all your training and yet yeah. that's the opposite of the world we're in right now
1: i mean every at, at that at that point in time, every time I coughed, I felt like i I got the virus because I had traveled, you know, so I went out of my normal you know out of my norm, so it was a uh, that, you know, I, I even chose at that point not to compete uh, any further at, at this point in time because I had clients, you know, who I still do uh, personal training with and we we, we uh, acknowledge the, the social distance and uh, I quarantined myself for two weeks. And then it was like, okay, I have to start to balance out that. is it really worth me every time going to compete, potentially getting sick? And then also... You know, leaving my my clients hanging, which I know everyone's—it's tough for everyone to be in this situation and not have that outlet to be able to kind of get themselves out of their house and stay in a semi-normal routine.
0: Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's healthy for every human being, but especially for athletes, having your routines, having the things you do to push yourself and continue to to you know work with an opponent and a partner yeah. or, or a trainer who's who's pushing you. I mean, it's essential. So this is like the opposite how have you found have you made been able to use, make use of uh social media or you know other training modalities um to keep people keep well, yourself for, going
1: for me i had uh i have almost more or more clients than i can handle on a day-to-day basis so the i think the beauty of, of this for me is is having a little more personal time but as far as you know training people uh, there's always a way to to, to modify things for the uh for the aspect of the safety and that's what I've done. You know, normally I would hold pads for for my uh for my clients, and, and now we're doing a little bit more of the the strength and conditioning thing, where I can you know be about eight to ten feet away and give them the direction, keep them motivated, and it, it doesn't stop. You know, there's always a way to to get it done. And then you know, then there are some people who uh, who are almost like paralyzed by the fear, you know, and they they don't want to take any risk or. They don't want to do anything different, but you know, stay in the house and which I understand and I respect. But uh, for me, this is something that can we, we don't know how long this this will go on. And so we have to find ways to adjust and still create a, uh, uh, a program and a routine that we can, we can stick to during this time. You know, the worst thing to do is just shut down everything and just stay in your house. And the next thing you know, you're just walking back and forth to the refrigerator You know, and you you're sitting there watching the the best shows and put on thirty pounds in two months. You know, so I just uh, because that's all all the people at home find a way.
0: Yeah, because I was joking uh, with with you know with uh, my wife. I was saying, you know, when you when you you get dopamine when you get when you eat food, you know, so you feel like you're doing something. You feel like you know with all you know if we're not really aware of our stress levels or anxiety levels, you know. You're not really aware that you're you're taking on more calories, and you're not burning. Uh, you know, it's not yeah. that we're not working because I know that people are working from home, they're managing, you know, their families, their businesses, the grocery store, they're handling all of it, but we're not burning as many calories. Exactly. Uh, yeah so how do you as a fighter you know do you just keep this month to month how do you keep yourself like just open to this changing terrain going forward about whether or not there will be fights or will be fans does it affect your motivation well, I mean,
1: for me uh, from from just sitting from the outside uh, watching i watched the the ufc 249 and and there wasn't a crowd there and and you know everything's different based upon what we're dealing with but it didn't take away the uh the action for me, I felt like that there was plenty of action. The guys showed up. We had some great fights, and you know, it was uh, it was unfortunate that uh, the Jacare came down with the uh, you know the, uh, the 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 virus. But all in all, I feel like as much as we can, we can keep moving forward and and trying to to work around the situation. We should.
0: Yeah, they handled that pretty smoothly, right? One of the fighters uh, tested positive, and they found a substitute. Uh, so some of these guys are stepping in on, on short notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're from uh, nearby Inglewood, California.
1: Yeah, that's where I'm originally from. Now I'm living in uh, West Los Angeles.
0: West Los Angeles, and you trained under Hoxton uh, Gracie. Is that correct, Hoxton?
1: I grew up. I grew up uh, uh, best friends with Hoxon. So we 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 started training at a young age, and uh, we had a, we just had a, a great overall friendship. And uh, when he passed away is when I chose to, to take competition and, and, and everything and the, the training aspect to, to the next level. You know, so I've been I've been a, a lifelong athlete, whether it was playing football or just different kind of sports. And that was where I really found like a, uh, a, a, a deep calling for me to, to do MMA.
0: Yeah, you know, what did you did you uh, who who made helped you make the transition from football, or did you wrestle? Um, you know what 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 made you you know make the transition into MMA?
1: Well, Hickson Hoxon's uh, father. You know, he he was like a, a father figure for me growing up. You know, he supported me no matter what I was doing, whether I was playing football or whether I was just being a knucklehead kid. You know, he was always there for me to give me guidance. And uh, I came to him and, and asked for his help as far as, you know, being a professional fighter. And at that time, it, it was the, the, the vision was, was so far away, you know, and the sport was nowhere near as big as what it is now. But I, I believed in it, you know, and I had people who, who were examples who, who were there to support me.
0: That's incredible, and and uh, was that their original studio? I mean, now they're 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 worldwide. You, every city you try, you know, there's yeah. a Gracie studio, especially here in California. Um, well, I,
1: I initially started training at the uh, academy when it was on Pico, you know, and then and, you know they moved different places. Eventually, I was I was one of the head instructors teaching at the school, and you know it was, it's just a, a great overall experience for me to to be around the the Gracie lineage and 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 see how they live, how they treat people, how they treat their students, and you know fighting is is one one small aspect of being a martial artist. And some people, you know, especially some fans, they don't know the difference between uh, a fighter and a martial artist. These are different mentalities. These are different lifestyles. You know, and and, and me me being a uh, a martial artist first and foremost, that just supported me into making a transition to, to being a fighter. You know, you see some some fighters with the personality and, and with, the, with the kind of like the personality where you feel like, wow, he's not very personable or he has a bad attitude. And, you know, to a certain extent, I believe some of it's marketing, whether you're marketing. And then some people have never been in a situation of being a martial artist where you You start from ground zero. You have to bow. You have to earn the respect of the instructor so that you can get the information. And it's all about helping people. You know, you can be in a room as an instructor with 15 to 20 people in any given class and they all have a different need. So it it, it demands a, a sensitivity of knowing how to articulate what, what you need each individual to know, to, to know because you may have a class with someone who's, a, who's training to be a professional. The other guy, he's a doctor, can't hurt his hands. Mm-hmm. You may have someone with a physical disability that you have to teach and you have to be able to give everyone what they need. So that, that part I feel like as far as uh, me being an instructor really helped me spiritually in my journey of becoming a fighter because I was very in tune with, with, with my emotions and, and how I had to, to have patience and sensitivity in dealing with other people. You know, when it's fighting, it's just, you know, hurt. How do I hurt? How do I get this guy out of here? You know, I don't care. It, it sounds bad, but, you know, the mentality is like, I don't care, you know, if he has family or kids. And, you know, you just have to put those things aside to be as dangerous as you can be. You know, is that really my personality? I would say no you know but uh in 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 competing you have to kind of push certain things aside to be able to perform at, at at peak
0: yeah that's that's beautiful the way you articulated that i mean i i i you know mentioned earlier in the show we uh had a previous show coming out with Lyman Good and uh he was really sharing last week his re- re- uh you know relationship with Tiger Showman and how uh coming through coronavirus himself and having students to teach how that's yeah. helped you know like deal with some of these these changes and you know I really appreciate that you said that the humility because if you don't come through a structure of learning of having to struggle to gain information of having to really have reverence and appreciation for the the moment the space of the dojo the training um, you know even even every opportunity to fail right every opportunity that somebody better than you beats you like there's respect there because it's a learning process. 100%. And so if you're the instructor and your ego blocks you from teaching somebody similar to you or you don't like uh, doctors or whatever it is, you know, then there's a limitation in how many people you can reach. Definitely, uh, definitely. And yet I know from my own experience with uh, you know, Shaolin Kempo, some of the instructors I felt, because they found martial arts as their path out from a young age, like maybe they didn't get the memo. <laughs> so the only time you could kind of work it through was in sparring, uh, you know, in a match. But at least then it was, it was, you know, there's somebody there to make sure it's competing safety, right? That it's that it's yeah, not emotional. Everyone
1: has a different a different goal for for training martial arts.
0: Yeah. So your nickname is the king. Is that right? King. king
1: seven, <laughs> no and. And interesting, interesting enough, as uh, as 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 selfish and ego driven as it sounds, it, it was a it was a day where a friend of mine he asked me, you know, because he's you know I had a group of people that I you know kind of rode with the crew, and uh, he asked me, he says, uh, "Are you are you like the um, are you the leader? Are you the general?" And I I thought about it, you know, at first my ego, my ego said, you know what, the general sounds good. You know, I kind of kind of, you know, say a little something around here. And, And then when I really thought about it, I said, you know what, the reality of it, I said, we are all kings. You know, everyone who around me, who's around me, I respect to the to the highest. And I said, so at the end of the day, you can just say that we're all kings and we're all responsible for. How great our own kingdom is! You know, you have your queen, you have your this, you have your that. So I said, you know what? I'm not greater than any of the guys that I'm. I'm, I'm around. We're all equals. So we're all kings. And I said, you. My nickname will be King Kevin Casey. <laughs> I
0: said, you, can,
1: you can be king, you know. So it's not in a way of uh, of putting me above anyone else. It's just a, a a way of me kind of holding myself to a certain standard, a certain uh, a certain way of thinking, branding. You know, so it, at the end of the day, you know, I'm not connected to it like like in a, you know, you wouldn't ever see me walking around with a, a crown on to to get some <laughs> likes or anything like that. But it's just uh it's just a reminder of just how to how to conduct myself and 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 just uh keeping that. Uh, uh, in my mind, yeah,
0: yeah, and certainly we need every edge possible psychologically. You know, we know from performance psych, you know, even people do the the mountain pose in yoga or the power, you know, triumph pose of raising your arms over your head or shouting yeah. out something really loud, like you know, no one's gonna defeat me. You know, like they they, they recommend like before before a fight or just. Anytime you're facing a major challenge, you know I'm giving a presentation later today in front of 500 people. I got some nerve just to scream it out. It kind of sends this message to yourself. Really, the 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 person that needs to believe that you're the king is you, right? Before 100%.
1: <laughs> I tell I tell you what, like uh, throughout throughout my career, I've had so many ups and downs. I've had you know the the positives, and then I've had the negatives, and you know, you go through your, your losses and your wins. And, and more, more than anything, I feel like my journey as a fighter helped me to, to be able to, to perform and deal with, with, with things under the, the most unbelievable amount of stress. You know, so whether I, I, I lost a fight or won the fight, the mental things stopped getting to me and you know i have over 20 about over 20 fights and i really mastered my own mental as far as how to perform so whether you know if you go in if you go into a a, an event and you're not you're not ready physically for any reason then you'll feel the consequences when you're out there but mentally is is huge because you can have you know not you can go in on a fight with short notice know that your your gas tank isn't that great but because you're mentally prepared and understand that you can still overcome and bring things to to your strength by understanding emotionally how to handle that fact you know and that's the biggest the biggest thing that i i try to to get every person that i come in contact with is to understand your own personal emotions Understand that your body has an involuntary reaction to certain things. If I put my hand in cold water, it's gonna feel cold. If I put heat under my hand, it's going to, to feel hot. And, and understanding that those involuntary things have nothing to do with what you, you, how, what your action is based upon that situation. And so you know we're and, and this relates all across the board whether you have a deadline at at work and you're under this maximum pressure if I don't if I don't get this uh this presentation right I lose my job well all of those facts are still gonna be there you know not how you emotionally respond to that doesn't change what the fact is but being aware that you know the outcome is in your control that's what you focus on and there there I be I, I believe becomes like a, a a, a great power, you know, when I look at, when I look at my career, there are, there's so many things that I, I'm disappointed about, There, are, you know, I felt like, you know, the, the amount of training that, that I did, and, you know, the people that I trained with, and the, the standard that I held myself to, like, if I look at it a certain way, it's easy to say, hey, I didn't do what I, what I felt like I should have done, you know, it didn't turn out, it didn't play out the way that I, I thought it would have, you know, because you look at, You look at what it takes to be, let's say, a champion. We don't know how many components there are. Let's say there are five. You have to be tough. You have to have a good camp. You have to be in shape. You have to have a diet. So there are all these components. There are some guys who will never have all of the components of what it takes, right? And they still go out there perform. They still do well. They still, you know, some of them, you know, defy the odds and become a champion. But I'm a guy who, in my mind, I felt like, from the beginning, I have everything that it takes to be a champion, you know, good camp, good this, good that. And, you know, so when things don't happen, sometimes you're like, whoa, whoa, what happened? You know, and, and for me, it, this, this brought me to a, a deeper understanding of what, what my journey was about. And what I didn't have uh, as, I was, as I was fighting and I was active, I didn't have a, a, a lot of great coaching in the sense of like, it was always separated. You have one guy doing this, he's your wrestling coach, he's your, he's your grappling coach, he's your, you know, striking coach, he's your strength and condition. And there was never like a one guy who brought it all together for me, you know? So I was basically trying to piece together my own and do it all myself. And the, the value for me now is the experience. You know, like everything that I've gone through has brought me to, uh, you know, to, to just this, this big wealth of knowledge. Then now, you know, being a little more focused on being a coach and trainer that I bring to the table that's this, this priceless for these young athletes coming up. You know, I've been there, you know, at, at, at different levels, at different times. But I've been where they're, they're trying to get to and I performed at the highest level.
0: It seems like everyone these days is trying new workout systems. Some people go to the gym, others may run, but I've recently discovered a great in-home method that is absolutely amazing. I'm taking in classes online where I'm being trained and pushed in real time by top MMA fighters straight from the octagon. Injitsu.com provides real-time classes so you can get a top-notch workout from the comfort of your own home these classes are absolutely going to sell out. So head over to InJitsu.com slash listens to get your first class for free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash Protecting your child's teeth is important in any sport. That's why Impact Dental Designs has put so much thought into their state-of-the-art mouth guards, protecting athletes in youth sports, all the way up to advanced MMA fighters and champions. And the best part is you can customize your own design for your own creative and fun mouth guard. So head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash Richard Listens. And if you purchase now, you get a free customized design and 20% off your order. Yeah, that's amazing what you what you said Kevin because it's true. I mean, a lot of that, right? Physically, we get especially in a sport, an individual sport, and so you're getting all this all these components of training to make, you know, you into this perfect athlete. But, you know, the the identity of an athlete, right? Who am I? What what does it mean to how do I deal with adversity? How do I deal with losses? How do I not take that as you know, when the only thing, you know, it's like there is no team, right? Like, how how do you handle a loss as an MMA fighter? I mean, uh, you know, not to cast dispersions on anyone, but we've seen fighters who had great careers and then they lost two in a row and that, that they couldn't handle anymore. I mean, cause yeah. crazy, um, because that's just becomes a whole different identity. So the fact that you've taken that disappointment, which is real, right? When we don't get the results we want. We feel the the hurt. We feel the pain. We've put in all the hours of training. You've like you said, you covered all the components. So what's yeah? So what's missing? And a lot of times, you know, as athletes who want to succeed, we point the finger at ourselves. Well, it must be me. But if we don't rush to that blaming portion of it, it's like it can turn into your gold. It sounds like you turn that disappointment into now. This is the wisdom right this is what people need this is what athletes need and whether you be a, a weekend warrior or be someone who's about to get into the career you need this ability not only to to get it from a coach but to have for yourself this ability to figure out right how, what am I what am I feeling how do I deal with adversity or when things aren't going right like how do I turn these situations into further knowledge and wisdom
1: yeah and, and every athlete is different you know some some guys they they do this uh without, without recognizing they're, they're just doing it on autopilot, and then, you know, every, every athlete, every athlete is different, you know, some guys, you know, you see them in the gym, and they, they train like crap in the gym, and then they get under the lights, and if something just happens different, and then they're able to just, you know, turn it on, and they, they, and then you have guys who are great in the gym, you know, and then they get out there, something happens, and you know what I'm saying, so, you know, at the end of the day, like, I, I feel like a, uh, a lot of this is, 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 you know, a spiritual thing or spiritual, I don't, you know, I don't want to say God because some people don't believe in God. But, you know, for me, I have to say it's some sort of, you know, divine thing that, that, that leads everyone to get to whatever point that they, they get to. But I also, know, I also know guys who are super, super talented guys who never got an opportunity to fight in the UFC or never got the opportunity to, to fight at the highest level. And I've trained with these guys and they're, they're animals. And you, and you, you know, if anyone ever asked me, I'm going to say, Hey, this guy is, you know, so there's so many different levels. There's so many different elements when, when, when it comes to the sport.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a good point. You know, that's why gratitude goes a long way, having the right teacher, getting the right opportunity at the right time. And, uh, and staying ready, which is so hard when we talk about dealing with so many things out of your control yeah. that really test you. Um, uh, so you come from, is you know, you're a married man. Is is your wife also uh, a fighter? Has she competed as well?
1: No, no. My wife never, never fought. She, uh, she writes, except for me, right? I, I go, I go a couple rounds with her per week. You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she, uh, she 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 worked with uh, uh, children with special needs for 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 many years you know autistic kids and and she that was her thing and then she recently made a transition over to to real estate so you know in between there she writes books so uh, she has um, at home with Muhammad Ali that uh, just just recently I in the last couple months, got released, and then she has Soul of the Butterfly, which is also uh, available. You know, all all, all outlets.
0: Are these but, uh, these are yeah. children books?
1: No, no, no. These are actually uh, different, different uh, books. More more in reference to her father, Muhammad Ali, and uh, you know, at home with Muhammad Ali, that was uh, basically there. Were, there was a point, I believe, in in the uh, the mid '80s where Muhammad began recording himself doing different things, playing with the children or you know having conversations with the, the president at the time and different uh, leaders from around the world. And he just started collecting all of these audio tapes. So uh, eventually one day he gave all of the audios to my wife and she started uh, transcribing them. Wow. And I mean, this, this process, a total, I believe she said about 10 years, Wow! you know, so we've, we've been, we've been together for eight married for, for six, you know, so this has been a, you know, this is her pride and joy. And, uh, it, it was a long process a, a lot of emotional things she went through to, to write it as well, because, you know, she's digging up these memories and her father's voice is there. And, and, you know, it, it was uh very, 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 uh, impactful for me to just be uh be around and 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 see see the family and the dynamic and you know especially to see my my wife and and her relationship with her father and and how much he meant to her and 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 yeah it's just uh you know I'm blessed to to be able to to have witnessed a lot of things
0: yeah did you ever get did you ever get any tips
1: (laughs) you know not 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 too many tips and and I, he felt like MMA was too violent, you know, and, and uh, so you know, MMA wasn't wasn't his thing, and 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 towards the end, it was harder for him to to communicate. But uh, you know, just watching his his battle and and how he handled it and and how he fought all the way to the end was just, uh, I mean, you already have a, a deep respect and admiration, and, and sometimes you you don't think that you could gain anymore and then somehow there's a place where you you find even more respect even more insight and uh yeah it's it's hard to describe in words
0: yeah but it's it's amazing to get that firsthand knowledge about around being around such a historically great athlete as continues to impact history and even to glean just their character or how they are in their family um yeah must add a lot of richness and that's yeah, exciting not so, much, not,
1: not so much even the uh the 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 athletic things you know it's more about the 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 things that i learned about him as a person outside of the ring. because you know what you know the the in a nutshell everything because my like our in my generation it was more of the mike tyson era like that's who the guy was and you know so you (laughs) knew you knew who muhammad ali was but you didn't know who he was like you know and i think eventually maybe one day they'll, they'll teach about them in schools and the kids will learn in school, you know? So it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, uh, the, the, the details that, that I think, you know, make the, the biggest difference. Sometimes the, the average person won't know.
0: Right. Well, certainly right. If you've read, uh, I uh, forget the name of the book that I read with the the fights, the famous uh, rumble in the jungle uh, yeah. with him and Frazier, uh, and I even recently, I, I'm sure I don't know if you caught on TV the last dance with Michael Jordan uh, as they went through the Bulls' run. Uh, they released it on ESPN over the last month, and they I heard
1: they, about it. I, I'll tune into it.
0: And they bring in a little bit about Muhammad Ali about how he handled times of crisis. Uh, you know, it's like it's kind of like the gold standard because he was willing to sacrifice self for country and for cause. Um, not only that is commitment to style, right? The willingness to, like you said, to just move and keep away from punching, right? Like the style, it was, not, it was not, it was like, he would wear you down before he had to throw a punch. So, you know, the different ways in which we talk about uh, style, personality, and commitment and belief, you know, really, you know, as a kid, when you grow up watching someone saying, I'm the greatest, you're like, how can you say that? (laughs) Well, if you believe it, it has tremendous power. (laughs) And even on your opponents, you know, eventually uh, they may believe, right? He's telling them in the middle of the fight, right? So, (laughs) uh, Yeah, sports, sports,
1: sports in general has always been something that, that uh, inspires, you know, Uh, a lot of people, you know, coming up in tough situations, don't don't have a lot of self confidence, don't have a lot of hope, and don't see a way out of their situation or, or to a, a better a better way of life. And and sports has always been something that can you know can bring someone out of out of out of nothing into a situation where they they have a life and they have a you know they have they, have, they just have an opportunity that normally they they wouldn't have. You know, so I, I think that's the the beautiful thing a, a about sports.
0: Yeah. You know, there's
1: always there's always an opportunity for you if you work hard.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, I just read in the LA Times today. You know that the next crisis, the next wave of this coronavirus, is children's mental health. And so, you know, maybe we can just speak to for a minute. You know, how we can continue to bring sports or or some sort of hope to kids who may be really impacted by seeing. You know. Uh, families you know that have lost economically or having seen you know having lost their school or their sports season uh, how do we keep that motivation going when we feel like we've gone through a loss even if it's for the short run
1: for me it's just a a matter of 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 staying active and staying staying mentally engaged in in some type of, of of routine you know, when you when you just I, I personally feel like when you don't have goals or you don't set an agenda for yourself, or regardless of what your situation is, then you tend to 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 get uh, sometimes into like a I don't know what I I don't want to say uh I don't want to say depression or but maybe like a rut where you kind of get caught you're living the same day and you're not you're not challenging yourself. But there are plenty of ways to challenge yourself, even, even staying at home. You know, there are workouts you can do, there are different things you can do on your computer to engage or or to do the 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 homework that goes into your sport. You know, if you're if you're a football player, you can learn how to be better at reading plays or or doing your plays and learning the the scientific as, the, the, the the scientific aspect that goes along with your sport more details you know regardless of what it is there's always something that you can put the the mental aspect on into training for your sport so Uh, you can train your mind anywhere
0: that's that's really the the key right there and you know if you're a fighter right you have shadow work uh footwork ladders uh what are some other things that that fighters are doing
1: A fighter, I mean, right now, there's, there are parks that are open. You can do a routine. There are plenty of body weight training, things you can do. You can run on the sand. You know, you can do burpees. You can, there's plenty of things. You can go with your friend and shadow box, you know, a few feet, you know, uh, social distance away from each other. As far as, uh, you know, the technical things, look how many – you go to a UFC Fight Pass, watch fights. See what the great guys are doing. See what the guys that you admire are doing where where guys who lose making their mistake can you see the mistake sometimes you look at a fight and you see something happen and you don't even realize what he did wrong you're so focused on what that guy did right right so let's look at people's mistakes also hey why did he get caught in that in that armbar? you know why did he get swept why did he do this because a lot of times in, in fights as we know it's a game of inches you know, the talent, the talent is getting better at the highest levels and the match, the matchmaking is getting better. So now these matches are being decided on, on a smaller margin, you know, and, 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 that's, that's what makes, uh, I think the, 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 the greats, the greats is because they're able to, to see and make those, those small adjustments. You see it all the time. You see, there's, there's a fight going on. The fight's close, Right. And then in between rounds, something happened in in one person's corner, and he made an adjustment. You know, he made an adjustment, and the other guy may not have even noticed what the adjustment was, didn't think about how to counter that adjustment, and just got caught up. And and now you have guys who are coming out in between rounds, and they're a different fighter than you fought in one round. You know? (laughs) Ah, I did a
0: workout last week with – a mm-hmm. gentleman named the uh, the Prospect. Um, I forgot his full name, but he's he's from the UK, and um, he was saying, "I was saying, well, you know, how do you deal with your corner leading up to a fight?" He said, "Well, well, usually, you know, a few weeks before the fight, the guy who's in my corner is 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 helping my opponent, you know, challenge me. <laughs> but then leading up to the fight, they're in my corner." And he goes, "Well, well, the difference is, right? Do I begin to listen? And in the fight." right because because if i don't listen who do i have to blame because sometimes they're telling you what you're doing well they're telling you what's working and they're telling you you know and so right he, he i couldn't i didn't really expect to hear that but he said listening is actually you know a key skill for him to employ during a fight
1: yeah and just you know overall being able to make an adjustment some guys i you know especially sitting back because it's different being uh being in, in the mindset of a competitor versus being in the mindset of, of a coach or a corner. You know, you you see things, you see things from a different perspective. You know, and as like as great as fighters are, they cannot see everything going on inside the ring the way that someone sitting on the outside sees it. And you know, a certain a certain level of trust has to be there that hey, they're gonna give me the best information. And, you know, you have to decide a split second whether that's relevant to what you feel comfortable to do or not. Sometimes it could be a safety issue. The guy's throwing too hard, you say, hey, I'm not doing it, you know. But on the bigger scale, I think it's just all about being able to, to make a complete adjustment in, in split seconds.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's that's where the real training of being an athlete comes in and a fighter, right? I mean, you have so many repetitions of training, so many times where you've succeeded or failed, uh, or like you said, you can add to that through visuals, through watching film, through watching tape. Uh, yeah. You know, I always uh, play, you know, they, they showed the uh, top 10 greatest sports rants in history. Um, I, you know, I've, I don't know if you've seen it, but they've got one of Dennis Green, who was a coach of the, the Cardinals, and they were asking about the, the the Bears, and they lost to him, and, they, and he kept yelling, they, you know, they are who we thought they were, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they are who yeah. they thought they were, and we let them off the hook, right? Because that's really it. It's like, you know, you saw it. It wasn't a mystery. So can you can you capitalize on the errors or what you've prepared for to beat that opponent? I tell
1: you what, one of the uh, one of the most unique qualities that I've I've seen in, in, in fighters and uh, you know, especially top level guys, you know, like guys like Anderson Silva, Leodo Machida, guys that I've trained with personally, and those guys, you know, they're already legends. And they will ask you your opinion on something where you're like, well, hold hold on,
0: <laughs>
1: what can I tell you? But that's, that's how, you know, guys, guys at, at certain levels got there is because they took, they took information, they took, uh, qualities and it didn't matter where that came from. If the, if the technique is relevant, then they were incorporating that into their game or they were curious, they, they stayed curious. They stayed curious. They stayed curious because in the beginning that's easy, right? You know, you have so much to learn, but it's harder once you start to have success to keep that that same um, mindset and and be coachable, be trainable. Like like for me, you know, moving into more of a of a coaching position, you know, you still have your ego because you know how much you know. You know, and and not everybody not everybody can can see. See that because being a fighter, everyone's coming at you from every direction, trying to tell you what you should do, you know, and, it, it, and sometimes it, it, you know, the, those, the people where they come from, the, the place that that information comes from is from a, a place where you respect, but you may not, you may not agree with it, you know, and sometimes your ego, your ego gets in the way, even though it's like, hey, you know what, that might be right. You know, and, and I've, I've noticed with, uh, you know, the, the some of the top level guys that I, I know personally, they they stay in the mindset of, of a student, a student of the game, mm. a student of the arts,
0: right? That's really what and, it uh, is. That's really what it is.
1: And yeah. I think that's important for, for all the the, the young up and coming guys, you know, is, is, hey, you know what? Yeah, it's, it's, you're in the UFC. We get it. Right. But you're still a student of the arts
0: yeah and and the beauty of mixed martial arts is you have all these different disciplines coming together and being combined on you
1: can I'll, never learn it all
0: i'll never right. forget that fight i saw you probably know historically who it was um yeah when uh, the greco-roman wrestler i think got choked out by the judo of uh, was it one of the gracies uh you know this just huge wrestler of a guy, and somehow figured out to put a, his legs into a, a wrap around the guy's uh cut off his i think his ribs uh the breathing and tired him out i mean I was just amazed you know the, the 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 you know physical size only mattered so much in the end uh the smaller man with the smarter move you know stuck with it uh and was able to you know. Get his opponent to give up. I mean, it's it's remarkable what can be done. You know, and and the combination of it is it's art forms.
1: You see that when when I came up in in the sport, like everything was still divided. You know, it was still almost like the 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 wrestler versus the jujitsu guy or the karate guy versus the the you know the it was still kind of style against style, and so that kind of hindered me initially uh as i became professional because my mind was blocked off to to accepting information from certain styles or certain people based off, you know their discipline which which now we know is a completely ignorant and and old school way of thinking but that's that's where i was you know i trained with with kenny johnson for years at black house you know top level wrestling coach, you know, pedigree trained under, you know, Gable and, and everything else. And, and for two years, I wasted just not being receptive to, to the information. And, uh, you know, so now, now the, the, the athletes are different. The mindset is, is different in MMA. And that's why we're, we're going to see, you know, the, the next generation as they evolve, they're becoming more and more dangerous, more and more free, mentally to express themselves and not Mm. feeling like they're stuck in any confined to do you know and and that's 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 why uh that's why mma is so dynamic at this point guys will still go out there and do something that that you haven't thought of or that you haven't seen because the the creativity now Mm. is, is different everyone 's just trying everything, doing different things without so many you know political things holding them back from right. being the best athlete they can be
0: well that 's beautiful to be at the heart of an evolution of a sport and and to as a fighter to feel free to create. Nothing is more empowering as an athlete and motivating yeah. to feel like you can bring in your own unique elements uh, and style or feel like there 's something you want to explore and be allowed to introduce it and, and and they're lucky to have you as a, a coach of that next gen uh, fighter well see I
1: look at I look at guys you know the some of the guys now who are like the evolution and you look at like a a John Jones and you see how the balance the balance for his skill set is is very much even you know before we used to have you know champions who were only good at striking or only good at this and now you know you have champions who are who are good at everything you know where where is the guy's weakness you know what i mean and it's like that's just a testament to you know the 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 information that's out there the the open mind of of the athletes to express themselves and i think i think this is beautiful
0: it is yeah certainly a great book out there by steve Coulter called the rise of superman Mm -hmm. uh you know even even into like extreme sports and how like you know, a kid can go on YouTube at seven years old and watch Tony Hawk and the things he did that nobody thought could ever be done. So, um, we're totally looking at evolution, and and that's the flip side to the changes in our circumstance, and. and the changing turf that we're on is the freedom and the possibilities for the future. Kevin, I'm so thankful for your time. Uh, I may we may call upon you in the in the future. I thank you. I know you're a busy man. Please tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you or train with you if they can find an opening in your calendar.
1: Well, you know, first and foremost, please give me a follow at King Kevin Casey on the Instagram, King Kevin Casey on the Twitter. Just uh, appreciate that that support. And uh you know i'm always i'm all, I'm coaching at Black House so as soon as we get back to to normal but uh dm me for any any seminars private lessons anything like that and uh as we get back to a normal routine, I'll be available
0: Kevin Casey, thank you so much a knowledge of wealth of uh you know personal grit and journey of being a champion and for being a mentor and an instructor. I say this uh, out of gratitude and also so he'll take it easy on me if I ever get in training. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Well, again, a real joy having Kevin Casey with us on the show. Thank you all for tuning in and for sharing with me your trainers, your friends, your guests. Uh, I'm continually inspired and motivated every time I sit down with one of these individuals and inspired by all of you who are trying to become heroes on your own journey at whatever stage you're in whether you be a nurse doctor lab tech who's heading into the hospitals every day right now during corona or just a family struggling to keep bread on the table Um, I'm so inspired by you and for you athletes out there continue to remain healthy remain focused Uh, we're we're impressed by you and we salute you for all you do. If I can be of a resource in any way, please check me out. richardlistens.com, Instagram at Richard or Patreon.com slash Richard I'm Richard Holberger, PhD, clinical psychologist. Take care everybody. And I'm out. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouthguard that is state-of-the-art. These mouthguards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to ImpactDentalDesigns.com slash to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouthguard. Lastly, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the session. I've personally taken a few of these classes and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion and with a drenched shirt. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to Injitsu.com slash listens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash RichardListens. Take care, everyone.